what's up everybody welcome to the gray zone i am your host ryan joined by my co-star here kyle ibsen what's up what's up what's up what's up so here at the gray zone we discuss well most things nerd fandom we got some marvel for you we have some star wars coming eventually we even have dc over here so today we're going to discuss the future of the mcu where we think it's going to go any theories that we have and what to look forward to but first we're going to start off with a quick recap of the last 22 marvel movies um so kyle how do you how have you been impressed the last 22 movies like would you say would you say that this is as high marvel can go based off the past 22 movies i cannot say that it is the highest marvel can go I think that it has a very promising future as long as it is done right. But when it comes to Marvel's future, no, because I feel like with the past 22 movies with Thanos and all that, I, I think that's actually a great way to go about it. But at the same time, Marvel Studio, the Marvel Cinematic Universe only has so much to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, because of copyright material, they couldn't bring in X Men earlier, they couldn't bring in Fantastic Four, but you know, now they're doing that. And I feel like the best thing that Marvel has done, they made, I mean, to us, they're A-listers, but they made B-list superheroes A-list. We thought, like, we were growing up, like, 90s kids. It was like, yeah, we had X-Men, and we had Spider-Man, who's probably the most popular Marvel superhero. Even though there's Iron Man, but they always been look at B-movie stars. Doctor Strange was, like, a B-movie star or Marvel character. Th- think about Not, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, exactly. Nobody knew who Deadpool De- was Dead- 10 years ago. Deadpool was a very niche character, and now this fucker's in the mainstream. Like, and, and he deserves to be. Like, he deserves and, to be. And a lot of it is just, just the growth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even though Deadpool was um, part of the Fox, uh, Fox thing, they still brought that out. So this whole comic book movie boom made us care about um, characters that we made on Navy Car- The Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the best example of that. No, all right, at least Iron Man's reference. Right, you know, like, you know, there's a fucking I Am Iron Man song, you know? No one knew who the fuck Guardians of the Galaxy was. Nobody like, no knew one. Who, who they were. Even even if you played like Marvel's Ultimate Alliance, all that other stuff, like you know Marvel versus Capcom, people would be like, who who's Rocket Raccoon? Exactly. Nobody would pick him, but I know that ten times where people at minimum pick even that character, even a, a game they never played before, just because they love that character now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's great, and I think that now that Marvel has their tie-in with Fox, all that other stuff, yeah, Disney's buying everybody out because of all that, but you know what? I'm actually happy about it, because I want to see where they're going to go with the MCU. You know, there's some stuff that I'm going to question. There's different directors for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't say all the Thor movies were all five stars, for example. Of course. You know, all that kind of stuff, but... Thor was so important, and they needed him. And you know, he and as Thor went on, like once we got Ragnarok, all Ragnarok, all that other stuff, it was worth it. Well, just just think about the fact that they're gonna give him a fourth movie. Just just shows the fact that, like, nothing against the first two movies, but many people feel his character really developed with Ragnarok, and we saw that development carried on with Infinity War and Endgame. So we wanted a fourth movie. It looks like we're getting a fourth movie. There's probably not gonna be a fourth. Captain America movie or fourth Iron Man movie, but that's now he's gonna be a big part of the future going forward just because the character development. And all it took was the right director. Like yeah. all it all it takes is the right director to let Marvel say, you know what? Free creative control, you do what you do. You like they they gave him 
like he was he was sorry for one dimensional character. Um, yeah, they, they definitely added some life to him. And speaking of the future of the MCU, seeing him going forward, we know where he left off at. He was with the Guardians of the Galaxy, so it'll be interesting to as see how Guardians they, like, of the Galaxy, as now. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah. right, that's right. So it'll be interesting to see like are they gonna be and what was the movie like Love and Love and Fire or whatever it's called? Is already is he gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy three? You know, are they just gonna like, drop him off at the beginning and go about this way? He's still gonna be fat, like. Yeah, and you know that's where like the director, the producers, all this stuff come into play because look at what happened with Kevin. They said absolutely not, hell no, and they brought him back, and that's because he was doing stuff right. So that's where I have a lot of hope for the MCU currently right now. But it's like, yeah, Thor is a super iconic character, and I love what they did with him. And but you know, I know you're talking about the last two movies or the first two movies. Yeah, they're very questionable, but you, I feel like they were they were necessary. They they, they serve as service purpose, uh, especially introducing Loki and just very like two Infinity Stones on the first two movies, which very important. So it only established Loki as uh, speaking of people like people didn't really give a damn about. Now uh, now it's Loki. Like like I saw like, when they showed the teaser during the Super Bowl, people go crazy because like there's a character that people love. Uh, shout out to Tom Hiddleston, great job. Great job playing the character. Great job. Tom, no, Tom Hiddleston, I, it's funny because he's not someone that I would have originally thought of that would have done like a great Loki. But after just seeing him perform, it's just like, that's I, I can't even proclaim how, how happy and how satisfied I was to see him. Like, one thing I can say that they did a great job with, even with characters that I was not a huge fan of, like say Vision mm-hmm. in the MCU, like, but he was necessary, but they got the right actor to play him. I don't care much for Vision, <laughs> but as far as the actor playing him, he did a fantastic job. So, with, you know, the only thing that's weird about the MCU is there's a lot of Chris's. You got Chris Evans, you got Chris Pratt, you got Chris Hemsworth. So, if your name is Chris, you want to be in the MCU, you got a pretty high chance. Exactly. If your name's not Chris, you might want to change your name. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, your name's LaVon. Nah, change your well, name to Chris. It's my middle name, so maybe I got something going for me. Well, but, see, there you go. But, you know, B class to A class. But,. Yeah, I can't wait to go. So, now, a question for you. What, what do you think about the uh, the Black Widow movie? That's that's one thing I want to know about. I, it's, it's nothing against Black Widow. Uh, she's a fine side character, and this is really what I'm getting at. It's just, I I mean, I guess we'll see how the movie turns out. I just don't know how she's going to fit into the future of the MCU. Like, if this movie would have came out in between Civil War, well, she died. And Dr. She Strange. can't really have exactly. A huge so it's kind of like okay. So that's the one thing that intrigues me. So it's kind of like, whom do I watch the movie? Do I just skip to the after credits? Like, like I mean, most like, I keep saying I'm not gonna see it, but knowing me, I am gonna eventually gonna go wander in and go see the movie because we have to. You know what? We're we're 22 movies invested, man. So we can't stop now. You know? Yeah. We, we can't stop now. But it's just interesting to see what they do. Uh. Side note, Florence Posen, she's in the movie. She's really hot. Uh, another reason <laughs> yep. why I want, I want to see the movie. Maybe she becomes Black Widow. I uh, mean, she might do a great job. Maybe yeah, there's a lot more to like, it we like, don't know. Like, like, we don't know. Like, you know so. But it's like, you know, if they were doing a prequel movie, I'd rather them do something like, like I want them to do like an, an Odin Origins movie. We're going back in Odin Power, the prequel to everything. How he like fought everybody off, how he imprisoned Helena, all that kind of stuff. Because when he has Odin Power, mm-hmm. he's really powerful. I would love to know that kind of stuff. The the badass Odin that we that Hela kind of gave a glimpse to in Ragnarok, because you know when she when she destroyed 
and then like all the like the old imagery came with her with him and Hella and Hella holding the hammer and they're just like dominating and conquering worlds. So like this is she a, destroyed Mjolnir exactly. Like like, like these, who just grabs a, that hammer that's indestructible and just like crushes it. By the way, I was really sad that she died because like this she could have had a huge. Part. This is another. That's another character I want to see going forward in the future. But uh, going back. Wait, to, but do we know if she actually died? She's dead. I mean, it, it was just her, and and shit was was. But if she's that, that powerful, first off, Thor used a hammer to beat his ass earlier mm-hmm. in that film. Okay, true. And she was able to just grab that hammer and crush it. You really think that that uh, I forget his name, but that demon could just like I, I'm really really pissed me off that the demon is behind this like slipping my head, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think she's done. Well, we'll see. Maybe there's a whole another movie coming out. Yeah. So and Chris, and uh, Chris Hemsworth is down to still do more stuff. He originally didn't want to, then he started having a lot more fun with it. Exactly. And so he, and so because they made this character more fun. Yeah. So like like that is probably the second movie I'm looking forward to the most out of all the Phase Four or even upcoming Phase Five movies that's been announced. I would say number one is probably still. Uh, I know we dis- we discussed this before. Doctor Strange. Into the multiverse. Ooh. There is so much multiverse well, potential that's, going that's on. That's unlimited possibilities. You could take anything, but and he even he even just showed that even just with the using the time stone, all that kind of stuff. Like the possibilities there are, and that they explain like, hey, even if we change the timeline, that change the timelines and screw up other things. But luckily, they're smart enough to realize, well, what if we just put the suns back where they were? But he just showed, like, well, hey, what what did happen? You know, what if I'm curious? I do want to know what happened in those other timelines. How would it be? What if they did lose that, but they got something even out of it in the end? Like, sure, what if all the original Avengers died? Yes, half a billion people still, like, lived off. But what if somebody else came from all that? You know, because there could be, like, a random husband and wife. But, the you know, the husband got, you know, snapped. And then all of a sudden, you know... There's a new one that comes into play, and they have a new kid, and what if that's just, like, Thanos times 20? And it's like, wait, hold up, but because of all that stuff, you never know. But that's the thing, you don't know. But we have to also go by what the comics do and all that kind of stuff, but I like how they changed it. Like, even stuff against the comics, like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That was completely different from the comics. You know, mm-hmm. they gave him so much technology. He was the complete opposite of that, but you know what? It was it, a good-ass movie. It, it, it worked. It, it, wor- it works. It works. It, and sometimes... And Michael mean, B. Jordan sh- stole the show. I want him back in the MCU as someone else, hey, but he stole the show. Hey, it's, how do we know Killmonger's not dead? That, I Spe- mean, speaking I mean, of the future true. of the MCU, we do... You never know there, what they're going to do. There is a void of the Black Panther villain. And for the longest, I was saying Craven the Hunter... Should be the villain. I don't think so now. Oh, oh, well, I, I give you why I think he won't be the villain in the next couple of minutes in Black Panther, but for another future MCU movie. So well, they, no, they already bring... hint, they already hinted at the next villain for Black Panther. Who when, when Who? they were talking about the oceans rumbling and stuff? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't oh, want to give it out. Okay. If you guys want to look okay. it up, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Look, but there was a tremor she, in the she, ocean. Okoye, she mentioned it in Avengers. In game, she was giving her um, 
status reports to uh, um, Black Widow. And it was just an underground earthquake. Yeah, it, it's, so one, it's, so it's one of those things. And I, I don't want to give it away, but it could probably be one of those situations where it's a villain, but then obviously at the end, they blah, 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 and then this person gets his own MCU feature. Usually how they introduce most characters. Well, spoiler alert, but it's not Aquaman. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> they look alike, kind of. But it's, it's not Aquaman. But the question is, who's more badass? But we'll let you guys decide once you realize who we're talking about. Exactly. But, yeah, no, they did a great job with Black Panther. They did a great job. You know, I, they saved Spider-Man. They saved Spider-Man. They saved not that I have anything against some of the old Spider-Mans. Like, like I know, like, we'll, we'll start, like, actually, I'm going to jump to Andrew Garfield. Because I know that you weren't a huge fan of him. I, I, I liked him in the first movie. Okay. I didn't... The second movie was was very, very questionable. Like, okay. what they did with the Green Goblin, I'm not a fan of that. He didn't feel like the Green Goblin. He just felt like a, an annoying, whiny little brat. And I I did kind of like Electro. I like Jamie Foxx. I actually want them to bring Jamie Foxx into the MCU as someone else because he's a freaking awesome actor, so I'd like to see that. One of the most talented men in Hollywood. But, you know, one thing I can say that with Andrew Garfield, for the record, I do like Tobey Maguire more. But... One thing I can say about Andrew Garfield is, like, when I saw him fight Lizard Man, how he wrapped him in a cocoon of web, how he started crawling all over his body and all that stuff, like, that is, that is how Spider-Man fights. Now, for granted, Andrew Garfield obviously didn't do that because that was all CGI, but when exactly. Andrew Garfield is sitting in the car, <laughs> and, the, and he's like, hey, man, if you're going to, like, steal a car, don't dress up like a car thief, that's when I was like, okay, that is Spider-Man. Okay, and this is why... Like you said, I'm not the big Andrew Garfield build. This is why, America, I think Tom Holland is the GOAT Spider-Man out of the three so far. Well, like, no, but before like, we go to Tom Holland, okay. we got to go to, to okay. Toby so first. So, we'll, we'll start with Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire was a, gr- was a good Peter Parker. Yes. Like, like, I like, agree. Like, the whole aesthetic of Peter Parker was good. The awkwardness. The nerdiness. The, nerdiness, yes, exactly. the, the look and everything. Yeah, I mean, sure. He, he looked like he was 26 years old, which he probably was. A little bit too old to look at high school. Um, but but it, that was before... That was before... MCU. The that MCU. was just Sony pictures. This is before the proper casting. And he did a great job. Spider-Man 2 is probably, in my opinion, still probably the second best live-action Spider-Man movie I've seen. Spider-Man number two? Spider-Man two. Spider-Man two, by far. Spider-Man Doc Ock, everybody was fantastic. Like, like, Doc, like, oh, God, that was a great movie. Nothing against Willem Dafoe, perfect Green Goblin. Exactly. He was a great Green Goblin. But Tobey Maguire, though, and I mean this with all respect, Toby, was a shitty Spider-Man. Like, like as you mentioned, like what Andrew Garfield did, the quips, the 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 style of, of which he fought. Like even like I hated the fact they made the webs come from his skin. Like not even having the. Not even having the web shooters. Not even not even being a sarcastic asshole while he was fighting. Kind of just like, oh, punch. It was like he's playing he, the he game. Like square he, like X, circle, square X, circle, circle. I'm like, well, what? Huh? Is this Bruce Lee? Is this Enter the Dragon? Like, uh, yeah, like, literally. Uh, uh, like, what? What? So, but, but I would say this, though. I, we brought Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, but he wasn't a good Peter Parker. I agree. I, he was he a douchebag. He was too cool. He was too cool. He was he was a douchebag. He was too good looking. It was like he it was it wasn't the awkwardness there. It's just like I I just didn't feel it. And with Tom Holland, I feel we have the best of both the worlds. The best of both worlds. Yes. And the fact that 
even though he's technically not a teenager, I believe he was like 21, 22. Well, he, now, but yeah, when, now, he, when, but he, when first he was got cast, casted, he was like 18, 19. Yeah. And he still looks young and he has that baby face. And when I see, <laughs> it, it's like, like he has, he fights like how Spider-Man should fights. He quips like how Spider-Man should quip. And he's a nerd like Peter Parker is supposed to be. Like the awkwardness of like Spider-Man Far From Home. That was the most awkward teenage display of two awkward people and it was masterpiece between zendaya and tom holland like just the whole like aesthetic it's, it, it captured of them be teenagers like awkward teenagers you know because he's a nerd she's weird uh everything she's yeah she's really weird uh but to me tom holland is the best of both worlds and I feel like Marvel hit that casting out of the park, especially when you look. Go ahead and look up other actors they were considering, and I feel like they dodged a bullet with some of them because Tom Holland is, is perfect. It's well, perfect. I mean, even like when it comes to Tom Holland, the dude before he even became an actor was like in a parkour, so mm-hmm. he actually does a decent amount of his own stunts. He would do a lot more, but they only allow him to do so much because he's not professionally trained. Exactly. So that's what's cool is that you know that he's most likely the one that's out there doing all the work. As Peter Parker, as Spider-Man, and he even has his own stunt double. He does have one. I get it. Mm-hmm. They have to. Legally, all this other stuff. But like, he, really, like, he, he does a great job. He does a great job with, I feel like he's smart, being all nerdy, but also going out there and kicking ass and stuff like that. And I even like how they brought a lot of other stuff in and they hinted at other things too, but... You know, it's just, it's weird that MJ is not Mary Jane so far. That's the only odd thing, but I'm okay with it. Because I, I, they, they, cause they're make, they're making it work. Yeah, I feel like they still want to go with the typical Mary Jane, blah, 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 girl next door, red hair, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, well, side note, tracking all the way back, Kristen Dunst as Mary Jane, really? Really? I, 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 okay, I, well, think about think I, about the time period. You know, they had, the to, time, take, they had right. to take bigger actors and stuff. Like, she's, think of Gangs New York, she, all that she's stuff. Not, she's not beautiful. Oh, sorry, man. what? She's, Damn, that was, she's that not, was not Kristen Dunst. I'm an idiot. No, for that that wasn't Kristen Dunst. That was um, someone that's fucked the name slip in my head, but. Uh, it starts with a C, but whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. Same thing. Whatever. I screwed up. <laughs> but um, speaking of Spider Man, as you know, in the, at least the animated world, there is a Spider Verse, and as we mentioned earlier, the mo- the movie we're excited about the most is Doctor Strange into the Multiverse. Now I know you guys, maybe you guys, some of you guys didn't see it, but the Morbius trailer had a poster uh... of Spider Man in the Sam Raimi street. Yeah, is it possible? Like, do you think that we're actually gonna get a live action multiverse? But not even that. You think we're gonna get a live action cross studio? multiverse between sony and disney i want that i want that more than anything i want them to do that it opens up a whole bunch of possibilities it i would actually love to see a live action all of them bring it in and for them to cast miles morales you know bring him into live action even if they didn't do live action thing even i mean i would want that i would love that even if they did the whole like uh you know in spite of various words animated but they actually get andrew garfield Tobey Maguire to do their own voices for their characters with their own backgrounds, all that kind of stuff. So, because, you know, with the whole thing of that as a multiverse, it's unlimited possibilities. So, yeah, even though that the story they explained for the first Peter Parker, the older one, was the Tobey Maguire background, but it wasn't 100% mm-hmm. because 
he still built his own webs. Technically, that's why he's saying, you know, like tap one swing, double tap to release. That's mm-hmm. not that's not how it was, you know, because it all came from his body. So it was still different. They can get away with it if they do if they do the right thing. But I would love to see it in the live action feature. I would love to see all of them together. Like, damn. But at the same time, it's like, what villains they're gonna bring in from all the different multiverses? Like, I would love to see Willem Dafoe back. I would love to see Jamie Foxx at, at least. Like, I think he could do better as Electro. I didn't think he was a bad Electro, but I think he's a great actor, but I think the writing and everything killed that movie, but I would love to give him another chance and do all of that stuff. And that's the thing, like, it brings in unlimited options, uh, especially if if you look at it from a Sony perspective. All they have is Spider-Man, and obviously the Spider-Man characters, you know, Venom, uh, anything Carnage. related to Sp- like, yeah. any Spider-Man is what they have if they well, are I, want it- to, I want them to legitly bring Carnage in not just hint at him with the prison exactly so uh, Spider-Man live action multiverse movie will be huge from there and just think just think of the nostalgia of seeing Tommy McGuire suit up with Tom Holland like just just think of the nostalgia of it just imagine like like you meant, like Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, different multiverse. Bam, he's back in. Um, Doctor Ock, uh, the the name of the actor is slipping my mind. Boom, jumps in. Bam, like changes everything. Like yeah, there's so there's so much possibility with this. Uh, it's something I get excited about. It's, it, it, uh, if it's a Spider-Man multiverse, that means we can have, we can get Venom crossing in between the MCU. If you can see him cross into... As long as it's not Eric Sorry. Foreman, I'm cool with it. Oh, oh of course. Of course. You, you can stick with, <laughs> stick with... It's the fact that we don't even call him Topher Grace. Whenever I see him... Like, I was watching Black Clansman the other day, and he's in the movie. I'm like, fucking Eric Foreman. That's that's what... He's Eric that's Foreman. That's who he is. That's he who he's stuck with. You know That Saturday show was a great show. It was a great show. That's, that's Eric fucking Foreman. But getting back to the multiverse, if... You have, let's say, Venom, or you have Carnage. And by the way, if they do a Carnage movie, it should be rated R. It has to be exactly. It so has to be if, if it's if it's rated PG thirteen, you're already fucked up. Exactly. So with speaking of rated R, we know Deadpool is gonna get incorporated to the MCU, and we know that they're not gonna do PG thirteen. So there is gonna be rated R movies. But what I'm asking, what I'm going to know is. How is that exactly going to fit into this already PG-13 MCU that we have? I mean, I think that's where, you know, Deadpool really comes into play. Like, it's because, you know, Ryan Reynolds, I knew that before the movie even came out, the first one, Ryan Reynolds was trying everything he could to get studios to back him up into Deadpool. He was funding most of it himself. He was doing a lot of stuff because he was telling them, like, no, Deadpool has to be Deadpool. Mm-hmm. You know, and the only thing they changed from the comics for the movies was instead of him having the thought bubbles in his head, I feel like they get away with that with him breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience. Like, we are his thought bubbles. So that's like him talking to himself and all that. But that's where they showed that you could have a very high gross... Because pro- at the time, that was the top gross profited rated R movie out there until... Joker came out, which is a different episode, but, yep, you know, that's where they could do it, and the fact that they even showed Ronald Reynolds, you know, taking a picture at MCU Studios, all that kind of stuff and everything just shows, you know, maybe they're willing to branch out of it because they know what people want, you know, realistically, if you read the comics, people think superheroes is kids' stuff, but if you actually go to comics, the comics can be freaking brutal, 
they can be like they like all over the place like with how people die like it, like for example going back to spider-man andrew garfield with uh gwen stacy's death in the comics she did not die from him like webbing her down and like you know, just like she hit her head. That head thump was pretty loud, though. And it, it, it was, and, it they, got, and they did get a lot. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa But shit. it, it was, it was like similar. It was similar though, because in the comics, he webbed her to try to save her, but he blamed himself because he webbed her and got her by her ankles, and the whip of the body snapped her neck. So instead of saving her, he felt like he killed her, and he went on a very dark path after that. So that, so the thing is, they can, the they can do a lot of. Really messed up stuff if they really wanted to, and I'm not saying that they should just make the movies messed up, but I'm saying that I mean, they, they could like like they can they could really represent who these characters really are and what they go through if they're okay with not making it a necessarily a family movie. Yeah. Like yeah, have some that are like but. the Netflix Marvel shows with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Like my God, there's an anal sex scene. And Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. Kind of like it was in the comics, which just proves your point. Not comics is not kitty kitty, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, you know. Like, he controlled her. Like, like, nah, there's death, there's sex, there's... uh, But the thing is, with the Marvel and Netflix shows, there there was never really that connection with the rest of the MCU. Like, they were there. We know they were in the MCU, but Kevin Feige... Didn't make an attempt to really bridge them together with the movies. However, everything we're hearing from this Disney Plus, from One Division, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, is that these movies, that these shows, we can't skip them because they're gonna tie in to the future they, of the MCU. That, that, yeah, you can't you can't skip them or else you'll you'll lose very critical information. And everything I agree. But how connected do you actually think there is? Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, we know these characters, they have their show. And a lot of people may think, okay, this is past phase stuff. So how, is, how do you think that's actually going to connect with the future of the MCU, with the Eternals, with with um, Doctor Strange, with, with Shang-Chi, my boy? Well, I think that it's more so going to start turning into, instead of them trying to, like, plan so far ahead, like they did with the MCU, which they did not, they did a great job with, by the way. But when it comes to, like, all of the shows, like, you know, like, like you know, when it comes to them crossovering each other, like, some characters from one, some characters to the other, instead of them just trying to do all this stuff, it's all separate, but then just throw them all in together, mm-hmm. they did a great job with the MCU movies, you know, it took them 22 movies, though, to finally do all that, which, I'm, don't get me wrong, to all the MCU directors and everybody else out there, I am more than okay with waiting and going through all that for the next 22 years because you did a fantastic job. But, you know, to kind of scratch that itch, like, I don't mind if you go to shows and you make it so there's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then there's WandaVision, you have all this stuff crossing over to explain a lot more background to everything, you know, to really go into, like, why would these characters work with these characters? You know, how, like... For example, how are they going to throw Wolverine into all this mix? If if they do, which is a whole different thing because Hugh Jackman is kind of over the role, but that's a whole different thing. But either way, it's like, if they did that, you know, that's... How are they going to throw them in there? How are they going to introduce these characters? How are they going to get them going? And that's where I think they're trying to do the shows now. I think they're going to do the movies and the shows, just like they're doing with Star Wars. And honestly, with the latest Star Wars series, it was okay, but the Mandalorian redeemed that, but that's a different episode. But... That just shows that if they take their time and they really give it up their all, they can really make it work. 
And I agree. I think most of you got to see is it's going to explain like the background stuff. So there may be like, let's say I know one of the main points of the Winter Soldier Falcon show is the U.S. government do, does not want Falcon to carry on the Captain America. They so, cre- who, so who do they introduce? U.S. agent. U.S. US agent. A.K.A. the Super Soldier. A.K.A. Evil Captain America. Well, I'll say at least for the well, time well, being. Hey, hey, hey. Well, we don't know he's evil. Yeah, we, 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 we don't know he's evil. Quote, unquote. But we do know the U.S. government, for whatever reason, maybe because he's black, doesn't want Falcon <laughs> to be Captain America. So, who it, it may be another sleeper cell and then the U.S. government, kind of like how Hydra infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., which may actually be a key point going forward with the MCU. So, well, pretty much what I'm saying is, don't skip the shows. The, no. Do not, like, don't skip the shows. Kind of like I was telling people, don't skip Ant-Man. Oh, I don't care about Ant-Man. I'm like, okay. And then He's what, a vital and, importance yeah, of, and, the, of, and then, of the Avengers. And, yeah, so many people skip Ant-Man too, and then they pulled up watching Endgame, and they're like, whoa, why is he in the van? Why is he? Because the Quantum Realm, man. That's why. Yeah, That's and, why. In the, and in don't the skip, comics... Don't skip movies. In the comics for the Avengers... He's actually the leader of the team. They made it so as Captain America so far in the MCU is the leader of the Avengers. But actually in the comics, Ant-Man is truly the one to be in there. And also so is Spider-Man. But the thing is they probably would have introduced Spider-Man in the Avengers a lot earlier if Sony wasn't just being a pain in the butt with the copyrights. But the thing is Ant-Man is a much more bigger character than people realize. He's not just some dude that can talk to ants and shrink and grow. Like, he's he really gets into some stuff. And, and actually, and honestly... Uh, like Ant-Man I think is the most underrated like MCU movies that are out there currently and to be clear we're not talking about Scott Lang Ant-Man we're talking about Hank Pym Ant-Man you know the old guy actually it would be kind of cool to see a prequel movie of Hank Pym with his original Pym particle suit in the late 60s Um, just throwing it out there just throwing it out there it will be just just an interesting concept just like like you mentioned seeing Odin um, like just back in the day, shit. I really hope the big part of the future of the MCU is just movies that actually takes not just place place in the present and the future, but we get a lot of throwback stuff. Like, um, like uh, we want to see the MCU in the 1960s. We want to see the MCU in the quote unquote Middle Ages. Uh, which I we might, according to rumors, you might see with the Eternals movies when it comes. What's we'll we'll see? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But you know the thing is like. When it comes to all that stuff in the internals and everything, like I really want people to start looking more at the comics for this kind of stuff, because and, and now the comics can be confusing because there's so many different continuities of different versions of different characters. But it's like, and even if the comics sound stupid, like think think about going back to Iron Man. Like Iron Man, and they've even admitted Iron Man wasn't designed to be a, a top seller. Mm-hmm. He was designed to be a joke. Some dude who drinks a ton. And goes and saves the world drunk and all this stuff. But people loved that. His suit was ugly too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the original like, one. Like, it, it, it was. It was it's ugly. A joke. And it was back in Vietnam era too. But you know that that those are some slight changes I'm okay with, where they modernize it for our current era. Instead of that, they did the more, you know, Middle Eastern war kind of thing that we have going on right now. Mm-hmm. That well, that's been going on for the past like almost twenty years at this point. But that's how they brought it in and introduced it, and it, and it, and it makes sense. Because if else, or else you would have to do everything on all these different timelines, which 
if they can somehow make that work, fantastic. But currently, not entirely. But I actually have a lot of hopes for the Falcon slash Winter Soldier movie. Like, I can... Or, sorry, the show, everything. Either way. It, movie or show. I'm okay with both, actually. I'd be stoked for either one. But I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see how they bring in other characters through that. I can't wait to see, like, how they treat Falcon since Captain America passed down his, you know, shield to him. And all that kind of stuff. And you know oh, what? He deserves it. Best believe the U.S. government is going to try to take away the shield. I don't care. Yeah, I best believe, believe that. Because think about it. His, his shield is made out of vibranium. The U.S. government doesn't have access to vibranium. Which means if they try to build a replica of his shield, it's not going to be as strong as vibranium. They're going to want that shield back. Unless they somehow find some underage arm dealer to get vibranium from... Too bad Claw's dead, though. Claw's is dead, but... It's Allegedly. Just, you, Maybe. you never know. You, you never know, know? The vibranium that they... They were selling vibranium for years beforehand, so someone else out there probably has it. I mean, they could have found Claw's dead body and took his arm and melted it down the, for vibranium. The I only mean, thing that I am not... That I don't want them to try to bring in more of is animantium, because that is very specific. We gotta save that for whatever they do with... It's just supposed to be Wolverine... His mom and his, and, and his daughter are the only three that pretty much ever are supposed to have animantium. Like, even Deadpool at one point gets vibranium freaking swords in mm -hmm. the comics. But because Wolverine's animantium, he breaks them, like, right away, which I thought was hysterical. Strongest, just the strongest metal in the, in, in, in the, in universe. the Marvel Universe. It really is. Um, by far. So, I mean, it'll be, it's going to be uh, it's one of the things that... We're going to continue to talk about, uh, as we go through more episodes of the podcast, we're going to talk about um, the future of X-Men, the future of Wolverine. Are they going to recast Wolverine? Or are they just going to go with a starter? It's, it's, it's one of the many things, like I said. We're very excited about the future of the MCU because there's just so many endless possibilities. And it's like, we could go on and on and on, and we barely even touch it. Like, we, we haven't even talked about Blade coming back. Like, there's just, there's just so much potential now and like i know people oh disney's monopoly disney monopoly thank you disney thank you disney for buying fox for we could have at least 96 percent of our marvel universe sony's holding out we almost we, we lost spider-man for about four weeks the horror spent was panicking you you know me i i show up like bro this is the worst thing that ever happened like like what the hell but we got them back so we actually got a technically a full marvel universe and it's exciting I honestly can't wait to see where they go with everything from this point. Like, anything from literally all the main stars, obviously, we you know, like, I know that for a fact that as much as we'd love to see them, I don't think Captain America or Iron Man's really coming back. Um, unless they agree to a small little cameo for, like, a flashback or something like that. I don't, because just because of the actors, I know they're done with their roles, but, you know, they've been doing it, like... Tony Stark's been doing it for, like, 12 years or something now. But realistically, though, Hugh Jackman's been doing Wolverine for, like, 19 years now. Not that, I mean, I don't want to see anybody else take that mantle. That It's it's really hard for me to think of any actors that would take that mantle. That's why I just want them to do his daughter in terms of his place. Like, put X-23 in that place. Well, but you could do X-23, or you could probably go with my number one choice for Wolverine. That's Danny DeVito. I mean, he's a short... High temper man, and I could just see him just bursting with then the shirt ripped off, and then the and then the antimanium claws come out, and it'll be like, all right, cool, 
like this, like this is it, Danny DeVito, Wolverine. I am pushing that hard. I'm gonna bang that <laughs> drum. I may be alone banging that drum, but Danny DeVito, number one. Is it older than Hugh Jackman? Okay, and Old Man Logan. Bam, there you go. Just bring him back in as an old man. Spring back in and says, oh, man, not like, oh, like, oh, I hurt myself, sad-ass Johnny Cash music, old man Logan, but being a little bit older, and, you know, you kind of, if you want to make him younger, you can always CGI it, but Danny DeVito should be Wolverine. I'm going to bang this drum until they do it, but just in case they don't, of course, X-23 will probably be the best option because it's, it's hard. Wolverine is Hugh Jackman. Like, yeah. that's him. And it's just the fact that, sure, you can recast him 30 years from now, but I don't need to go there and wait 30 years from now. Daphne Keene, the, the actress, the young actress that played uh, X-23, she did a fantastic job. And, and I know they said, okay, they're not going to carry the past stuff from Fox and put in the MCU, so they are going to do a full reboot, but they can still cast her as X-23. And well, I feel like it will be... It will be best. It will be best. It, it, and you, you talk about uh, a female superhero that's kick-ass. What's more kick-ass is someone that has antimanian claws. The, the daughter of The daughter That antimanian claws coming out her foot. Her foot. Like, she, like Red Foreman. Just speak of, of fucking Eric Foreman. Oh, I'm going to put... Oh, I'm going to put my foot in your ass. Imagine X-23 putting her antimanian claw foot up your ass. I don't, all right, that's kind of weird. I don't want to imagine. Okay, that. Right, that, all right, that's kind of like, weird. That's kind of weird. Uh, no, no, it's just that would be extremely painful, and I really don't want any amantium to penetrate me. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, though, it's like, like even when you look at Daphne, the actor, how she would get angry, how she would react to situations, how she like she showed the characteristics of Wolverine as like she would shut up and be quiet because she knew that she shouldn't say anything. If she did, then you would want to punch her. But the problem is, that was the same thing with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, is that you'd want to punch her, but they're made of animantium, so if you punch them, then it's not even worth it because you would just break your own damn hand. But that's the thing. When she did react, though, she had that beastly-like characteristics to her where she wanted to unleash and lash out, and she didn't care who the hell she was against with. She was going to make them freaking, you know, pay or put them in their place, just like how he was when he was being Wolverine. It's like... That that's that's the closest best thing I've ever seen to anybody be Wolverine than Besides Hugh Jackman Wolverine. himself. Yes. Like so I'm okay with that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, like I said, it's for a different episode, but I didn't think anybody could top Heath Ledger as a live action joker until all of a sudden Joaquin Phoenix did his own version and then I was like, Okay, other people can be a great joker, even though it was still different, but that's the thing. If they get the right person and they really take their sweet time, because keep in mind, that Joaquin Phoenix thing, that's 11 years later. Old Man Logan was not that long ago. So if they take their time, I'm fine with it. That's what I want them to focus more on the Fantastic Four. I want them to go way more into, like, all the cosmic beings, all the other stuff, because that would be exploring the background stories of the MCU way more than anything else. So pretty much what you're saying is... Take your time if you're gonna if you're not gonna go X twenty three, take your time rebooting X Men. Yeah. In general. So pretty much focus on the cosmic side. Focus on um 
as we as guess which is already coming out the Eternals or focus on eternity um focus yeah. on the Fantastic Four if you focus on the Fantastic Four you get personally one of my favorite Marvel characters the Silver Surfer like I said maybe for another episode where we get like I got so many ideas of what you can do with the Fantastic Four with Galactus with of course what your favorite villain which is or one of your favorite Marvel villains which is Doctor Doom. That is my number one favorite. I think he is the number one villain in all of the, not, in all of the comics. Not not to, not MCU because he hasn't been introduced properly in MCU. But I feel like he had like the thing is he can persuade beings that are more powerful than him to do what he wants. On top of him already being way too more powerful than anybody should be. And honestly, I'm I'm a huge fan of anybody that has logical powers. Exactly. Like just just picture as far as. Like having someone do their like their bidding for them. So just imagine a more badass Loki, because that's what that's what that's kind of I guess. I can't like, imagine like, that. Like, like where you, it, you can't. It, it's it's something that is long overdue. It's a fan, a proper Fantastic Four movie, because we all know there's gonna be a big bad. Whether that big bad is Galactus or Kang the Conqueror or. You know, like, just any cosmic one. There's gonna be that, quote-unquote, ground-level villain, mm-hmm. like Loki was. Which, in my opinion, the best candidate is for that is Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom should be... Like I said, we'll, we'll go into this a lot more uh, on our future episodes. But Doctor Doom should be your grounded villain of the MCU going forward. But, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll I, see I mean, how they like, do that. Like to me, he'll like. In my opinion, I want Doctor Doom to be literally like the next Thanos. Ooh. Like I want him to be that guy where it all builds up, it all surrounds him. But they they constantly hint at him through all the other stuff. But I want him to be literally like that next like, oh crap, this dude's the real deal kind of a thing. But at the same time, because just of how much I love him and I think he's a top villain. I want him to be even bigger than Thanos. Now, for the MCU, that's really hard for them to do at this point. But I also think that they have a lot of opportunity to pursue doing that. I just love Doctor Doom. Like, it might just be me. A lot of other people might agree with me right now. But to me, Doctor Doom just... I think he really deserves a podium. Like, even if I have to wait 30 more years till I'm... <laughs> 70, 70, wow, I'm not that old. Till, like, till I'm like 50 years old. That's kind of old. Actually, 57 would be where I'm at if it's 30 yeah, years. It's but 30 either years way, if I had to wait that long, you talk to him at his top. Are you still going to make movies 30 years from now? Is everything just going to be like Netflix or you go to go to movie theaters? They're going to have to. Like, no, they'll, they'll have to do movie theaters because movies still make them. They do, a make a, they, they do make a ton of money. They do make a ton of money. Hey, who knows? In 30 years, Disney might own DC. You never know. You know. But getting back to Doctor Doom, I can see them. Doing a slow burn with him, where it's just Victor. If if, if you know, what I'm getting that. Like, it, yes, he's hinted. It's just slowly moving. Like, oh yeah, it's Victor. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, that guy's manipulative. One movie, and then the second movie, you're like, oh okay. And then you kind of start to see like some of his powers, but you don't want to see like the full thing. And then let's say a third movie, and then it's bam. 
there it fucking goes. And I know you're thinking, all oh, right, you're just trying to copy what they did with Palpatine on the first on the Star Wars prequels, where it's just kind of like it's hinted, where it's kind of like, hmm, I think this guy's up to something. Uh, obviously, if you've seen the original Star Wars trilogy, you know that's Palpatine. But say if you didn't, and you're just showing someone the prequels for the first time, they're going, like, hmm, I wonder if that guy's gonna end up being a bad guy. And then by Revenge of the Sith, it's like, yep, full on fucking bad guy. They could do the same thing with Doctor Doom. Just, just, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. As if, long as the movies are good. If they not- do it right, I'm more okay with it. That's the thing. As long as they get the characters right, I'm okay with that. They can't screw the characters up. They can't change the characters' behaviors, how they are, how the way they think, like, or, or else they'll screw up anything. They can screw up the. Inv- they, they can. They're allowed to screw up like the environment the characters grew up on. They can screw up the people that were around them. Kind of like Spider-Man, you know, it's a, hey, should we go with Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane kind of thing. Like, you can, cho- fine, choose that. I don't yeah, care. Choose that. Like, they're both important people. You know, like, like Black Panther, it's like, hey, uh, originally he grew up in a jungle, but he had a cave with a lot of technology that was not animantium. Only his claws on his sewer animantium, but fine, we're going to make it so everything's animantium. You know what? Fine. Do that, but you better not change the characters. By the way, that being said, they can't do, or I, I meant vibranium, but either way, that's the whole thing. Is like they can't change all that, like or they well they can change all their lifestyle, but they can't change the characters. Like I don't care if you change their background story too much, all that, but you know it can't be as serious as like say if you wanted to go in DC and like change Bruce Wayne, like his parents don't die in an alley. Yeah, that's although different. Flashpoint made a really good thing of that, but that's a whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame. Whole, whole different ballgame. But that you know what. That's the thing. If they do it right, I'm okay with it. They did Black Panther right. They changed his whole backline. I'm okay with that. They made Thor not so Shakespearean. I'm okay with to that. To be or not to be. They made they made it so Iron Man wasn't back in Vietnam. I'm okay with that. You gotta ag- because they did it all right. Exactly. And to me, that's why I hopes for not only stop doing the Fantastic Four in general. They're gonna do. What the last three movies, which I try so hard to forget, but uh, it's, they just randomly come to my mind. Like, the thing is, covering time, got like, because his brother was beating him. The fuck is that? Like, that was like, wait, what? Huh? Like, nah, that's that's not how it, that's not how it is. That is not how it is. So the Fantastic Four, which, if you're thinking about it, the best Fantastic Four movie is actually. The Incredibles. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> That's the best Fantastic Four movie. It's The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2, which is made by da, 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 Disney, which is another reason why I think they're going to do this right. Yeah, I mean, okay, I can see that. That is very true. That is very true. I would love to see them pursue on that properly. It's just at this point, not that I think they're going to do anything bad, but it's like they have done a couple things questionable, but for the most part, in the end, they made it all right, and I feel like they'll do the right thing. Anything like even even when it comes to Wandavision, I like saw it. I was like, this is gonna be a really weird. It might not be bad. It just seems weird. Yeah, I don't. But know. it's different. It's different though. For, but that's the thing. There's we've we've seen what twelve seconds, and that twelve seconds confused the hell out of me. She they're in it's in black and white. It looks like I love Lucy. Then she's wearing a red dress. She looked hot in it. She was wearing a red dress with some devil ears. I'm just like the fuck is this show about but guess what i'm it caught me it's dragging me in i'm like okay one division what is it about like what is it about i'm not 
I, I'm not shy in saying this. I hate Vision. Like, when Vision, oh. like, I was rooting for him to die right. within the first five minutes of Infinity War. Me and my sister, who, me and my sister, we both dislike Vision. So, when he got murked, when he got stabbed, when he was holding Wanda's hand, he was just like, oh, the stones are talking to me, blah, 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 blah. Then he got stabbed. Like, me and my sister clapped. We clapped in the theater. Everybody was like, probably running, like, what's wrong with these guys? And then, you know what? This is how much I dislike Vision. At first, I was like, I want him to die within the first five minutes. I don't want to see his stupid face. I don't want to see his stupid head. But then I thought about it. This loser spent two, about two hours or 45 minutes fearing for his life. And to me, that's better than just getting killed in five minutes. He spent the whole time running while he had a whole ass Infinity Stone. He even tried to defend himself just running the whole time because he's weak. And only the fact that not only did he die, he died twice. He died twice and that was satisfying. And I was like, okay, he, they, he died before the snap. They shouldn't have bring him back. And guess what? They didn't bring him back. He was not in the epic final scene. Well, epic final battle scene of Endgame where they're all coming out of the portals. And I was like, thank God, Vision's gone. Now, that's like a super side note. I just want the people to know, I hate Vision. Bob, I'm still going to watch the show. Damn. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of him, but I... But the thing is, like, I don't know. I've just, I think the only reason I really like Vision a lot is because I've seen that actor... And other stuff. Well, he was good as Jarvis. I didn't mind when he was no, no, Jarvis. No, no, okay, for example. Or you just talk about him as an actor. No, no, so that, no, him him as an actor. So that guy played uh, Michael the Archangel in a movie called Legion. Which wasn't great. But his acting performance as Michael the Archangel I thought was absolutely fantastic. Like, and it's it's a whole different thing. It's about the rapture, all this other stuff, everything. You don't need to be or or have to be, like, religious in order to see this kind of thing. It's not it's not really about that. It's about, like, if the rapture did happen, this is what the one angel from heaven decided to do from that. And, dude, like, this dude had wings that were made out of freaking indestructible material. Like, think of it as animantium. Okay. But also the wings could be used as, like, weapons, like, cut your freaking head off all this stuff but he actually was able to cut them off because they were his own mm-hmm. and he uses like a million different guns and like Tyrese Gibson's in it like all this other stuff and then they just sit there and they're just like alright we're gonna we're gonna fuck all these other angels up there trying to come kill us because of the rapture and all this other thing and it's all because like like he even goes and like Peter the other Peter or, or sorry not Peter uh, Saint Gabriel the other archangel comes down and he's like why are you like disobeying god right now bro and he's just like yo i'm not giving him what he wants i'm giving what that what that motherfucking needs and then he just fucks up all the other angels and i was like this dude's badass and then he's the one that plays vision and he's all soft-spoken i was like no like i want to see him back in the mcu as a different character i would love to see that i love to see him being a badass but yeah like if anybody's seen legion they'll understand if they haven't you can see it if you want. You might hate the movie. It's nothing fantastic at all. It's but, just streaming. But I don't know if you can stream it or whatever. But if you if you watch it and just watch it for his character, he does a great job. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that out. I am going to have to check it out. Maybe. Maybe I'm too hard on Vision. Maybe. It, it could be. 
But however, like I said, like we mentioned, I am excited about One Division just because I just want to know what the hell is this show even about. And it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, you're dead. So obviously, this takes place. We don't even know when it takes place. Like, like, what the hell? Is it like supposed to be a psychological thriller or some shit? Is it just supposed to show how messed up she is because she had a really messed up childhood? The only person she grew up with was his, which was Quicksilver, her brother, and he died right away. Which I do have to say though, the Quicksilver from the X Men movies, I think, is a better Quicksilver. Well, apparently that's why they killed him because they knew that. And they, and they saw the cut of Days of Future Past, which is a great fucking X-Men movie. It is, by the way, um, yes. And then they're like, damn it, we're going to have to kill this guy. Even though everybody, everybody their mama thought that Hawkeye was going to die in Asia Ultron. It, it, it felt that <laughs> way from meeting the family to like, it just felt like, okay, Hawkeye's going to die. Nope. Which I'm actually, because I'm actually a lot. I actually like Hawkeye. Maybe, well, maybe that's why Team they Hawkeye. like made fun of Hawkeye, like, or he made fun of him. So he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, Barn. You know, let's let's just uh, let's like like what's like what's gonna happen? Oh, nothing. I was just you know shooting some arrows. Like, oh, what happened to that guy? Oh, I don't know. You know, he's like running away, like <laughs> pretending to narrate himself in the middle of the fight and all that stuff. Right after he like goes up to Wanda and he's just like, hey, none of this makes sense. I'm fi- we're fighting AI machines. Made by a friend to save us. We're doing all this other stuff. And I'm sitting here with a freaking bow and arrow. It doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> but I'm still going to go out there. Because fuck it. Like, he did a great job. Like, he... he I, I love him. Yeah, in, the I, first, in the first Avengers movie, I was kind of iffy. I was like, I wanted to see where they go with him. But... Actually, he's probably one of the better parts of Age of Ultron. Bruh. Alright. I fuck... Alright. I loved him in the first Avengers movie. Just because the fact... That Loki used the Mind Stone to turn him to like that, that to, to do his bidding, turn him to his own pretty much quote unquote super soldier in a sense. Cause no one's as uh, maybe Bullseye. No one's more lethal when it comes to precision than Hawkeye. Like it's not even just the arrows. We seen this guy fire a gun. He's accurate. He's accurate. And it's and side note, maybe just some fan fiction stuff. Bullseye. Versus Hawkeye in a game of darts. You have to push your life on the line. Who are you taking? In the game of darts. In the game of darts. Okay, I would say, I would say Hawkeye just because he would purposely miss to distract him, like throw him off where he is, where he's hiding all that other stuff. Because Bullseye won't miss where he hears that sound, but Hawkeye will know where he is just because of that, and Hawkeye will strike. So. I'll have to say in a tactical advantage, yes. If it was a straight shot at like a bullet range, or regarding what they're using, it doesn't matter if it's a gun, bow and arrow, freaking spears. Like, I'd have to say if you give them targets, Bullseye would probably always hit them better than him. But if it's a pitch black room and it's and they don't have their vision, I'm going to go with Hawkeye. Alright. Well, if it's in a random country bar somewhere in Kentucky... And there's country music playing, there's beer swinging, and he's like, you know what? Just throw it away. You're still you're still gonna go with Hawkeye. Alright. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I totally agree. Hawkeye, he deserves it. He's uh he's undervalued. Like and all that thing. It's funny because, you know, when it comes to uh, you know the black like Black Widow, for example, versus Hawkeye, like 
I know that a lot of Black Widow, and don't get me wrong with Scarlett Johansson, she's a great Black Widow, but I feel like that he has a lot more to offer than she does, but they try to like go to her way more, and I think, and I think a lot of it's because Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett Johansson play that character. You know, like, I know that overseas in China, like, the reason they still make Transformers movies is because of how big it is over there, but nobody gives a crap over here. I know that Scarlett Johansson at one point was the highest paid female actress just because of her being her. Mm -hmm. Then they loved her, and that's why they got her to do Ghost in the Shell and all that other stuff. Now, nothing against her. I think she's fantastic. I Do I think, can I think of anybody else that would want to do that role? No, not at all. I think she did great. But I feel like that the focus on her was like obviously just because not of Black Widow, but because it's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, most definitely, Scarlett Johansson. At one point, was pretty much the equal of Mega Fox. Remember how big Mega Fox was? Like she was like. Damn, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot about her. She was like the A list of A list, and Scarlett Johansson like, whoosh, like also like the A list of A list, and like I said. I'm not really so on the Black Willow movie, but it's gonna make a lot of money. I'm gonna still gonna see it. Her. I'm gonna said, give it and, and we're still gonna see it because that's what that's what we do. We're fans. We, we're we're Marvel fans, and this and we have this experience here to talk with, to talk with each other about Marvel stuff, and hopefully the listeners who are obviously also Marvel fans over here just just or hear just us. nerds. Yeah, just just nerds. Just hear us shoot the bull, shoot the bull for an hour. Just discuss. Just topics just topics of the future of the mcu just do even playful stuff like who win in the battle of darts like that's just kind of the stuff that we're going to bring you guys um on the episodic uh, episodic basis is stuff just our nerd stuff just us nerding out just nerding out but we're just putting it on a public platform yeah, and honestly, if any of you guys have your own experiences, I have not read every any like every single comic out there known to man. There's way too many, especially in the MCU. Also in DC, I know I've read a lot of DC as well too, so I like to compare the two, but that's a different episode. But I do want to thank everybody for listening to me and Ryan tonight. You know, tonight was awesome. It was grand. Thank you for listening to our very first episode. Let us know what your opinions are, all that kind of stuff. What do you want to hear in the future? What theories do you all have? This is all important to us because honestly, I watch a million of those videos online of all these different theories all the time, and I just I just gotta know. So please let us know. I'm Kyle, we got Ryan. Thank you for listening to the gray zone. Because honestly, it's always gonna be the gray zone. Here it out.